The Escape the Matrix Health Show covers the world of exercise, nutrition, and supplementation, fact-finding, myth-busting, the latest clinical studies, fun facts, and news you can use are covered by your host, Dave Sherwin, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com. Welcome your host, Dave. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm excited about this episode because this is something that has been in the works for many years. We have had a weight loss product online since 2010. It's currently called Pounds and Inches Drops. You can find it on Amazon and we've had over 100,000 customers and that's been a real education in and of itself because we've had to deal with the support tickets, the questions, the problems, the successes, all of it for the last seven years. And we have learned a ton. As a matter of fact, one of our support reps, Mickey, she's been with us the entire seven years. And as I prepared this episode, I asked her, what are the top lessons she learned? And she's answering these support tickets every single day. And she gave me some really great information. So I know there's a lot of weight loss information out there. But the fact is, a lot of it is, honestly, it comes across to me as a little bit shallow. Or sometimes it's from someone who has a little bit of experience and uh, I, I just want to share this episode with you because the fact is ours is just based on such a big number. It's just been really educational for us to have so many people ask so many questions. It's made us refine our thinking. It's it's uh, pointed out the flaws when we give an answer to somebody and they come back and say, well, that didn't really work for me because of this. Uh, we've really had to dig deep and do a lot of, of research to be able to support so many people and to give the right answers in our support. And we've had a lot of them share uh, personal struggles and trials with us. And so our education is just based on a lot of people. And so these tips that we're giving uh, took seven years to come up with. So I hope that they will uh, be, there'll be some nuggets here that would really help you if you're trying to lose a few pounds. And so I've taken my ideas, I've taken Mickey's ideas and come up with this list of these best things that we have learned over time. And the number one lesson that I think we've learned is that the people who fail oftentimes are people who are focused on the results, but not really focused on the behavior. In Precision Nutrition, a course that I've I've mentioned before, because it's just an outstanding course run by a couple of PhD nutritionists, they talk about this, they frame it in the terms of outcomes versus behaviors, and they talk about it the whole year that you're in precision nutrition, that you've got to focus on your own behavior. If you can keep the focus on your behavior, then you'll get the result. If you focus on the result, you're likely to have a roller coaster of emotional ups and downs. You're likely to have disappointments when you thought you had a really good eating day or eating week, and then you step on the scale and it disagrees with you. And so if you just focus on good, solid behaviors for long enough, you should have success. I do want to tell this one story regarding this point because I think it's so instructional. And it's from when I was invited with a doctor to create a wellness program for college students. It was a four-month-long four program designed to help them lose weight, get more fit. The uh, people in charge of, the, of these uh, this group of students, about 3,000 students, and they were concerned that there was high levels of obesity as well as inactivity. And they wanted us to come up with something that was simple and that was fun that they could do. And so we came up with this program and it was very simple ideas and behaviors that they could do. We gave them challenges and a point system for every week that they uh, did certain things. And a 5K race or walk at the end of the semester uh, that they would all do together. So we did this program and one of the girls, and I'll call her Lindsay for the sake of primer, uh, privacy, it's not her name, but 
This is called her Lindsay. She came up to me after one of the talks that I gave on this wellness program, and she was very excited about it. And she told me that weight loss has been her challenge her entire life, that she was overweight as a little girl all the way through elementary school, junior high, high school, and now into college. And it's just been a real struggle for her. And she shared with me her feelings of how difficult it was that so many people don't understand how tough it is. And some people judged her and and just she just shared some very personal experiences of how hard this was. But she was newly motivated with our program to lose weight and she wanted to lose 100 pounds. Well, I encouraged her to share her goal with her roommates and asked her if her roommates were supportive. She said they were. I told her I'd like to be on her support team and gave her my mobile number and asked her to text me if I could help out. And and I asked her to touch base with me at least monthly, letting me know her status. And what she came up with was a simple plan of walking for one hour, five days a week. That would give her her five hours of exercise and changing her nutrition to add in vegetables and eliminate some of the negative um, processed foods that she was eating. So she gets started and one month later, she reports back to me and she's quite discouraged actually that she hasn't lost a single pound. She said, I've changed my behavior. I'm exercising more than I ever have. I've never exercised five hours for a week for a month in my entire life. I've eaten really well, but I haven't lost any weight. I said, well, okay, that's surprising, but I I hope you're not discouraged so much that you're going to quit. Can you carry on with it? even though you haven't had good results yet. And she said she could. And away she went. She went off into month two. And I thought, okay, that that weight is just going to start to come off like crazy in month two. End of month two, she reported back to me and she had not lost a single pound. Now she's really discouraged and surprised, but again, committed to continue on. This time for a slightly different reason. She said, well, I, I am really disappointed I haven't lost any weight. But I can tell that this behavior is good for me. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. I have more energy in the afternoons. And she listed all the benefits she was starting to feel from doing this improved lifestyle. And so she carried on. Long story short, she did literally three months, I kid you not, 90 days of the hardest work she'd done in her life, the best diet she'd done in her life, and did not lose a pound until suddenly and inexplicably, who knows why, She lost 35 pounds in the next 30-day period from day 60 to 90. It was, or uh, I guess that'd be 90 to 120, but it was just unbelievable. But luckily, unlike a lot of other people who really aren't willing to go through that long of a period of time of doing hard work and not getting the results, luckily, she was 100% committed. She carried on. She focused on her behaviors. She was very, very consistent with them every single week. And although it took a surprising, surprisingly long time to get the results, she did get the results through being consistent and persistent. And I just think that that story happens to a lot of people who just give up before that time can come where their body is just going to release that weight. Number two, I think one of the things that hurts people is a lack of education. There's so much information out, out there about health and weight loss and so much misinformation about health and weight loss that it's tough to decipher what works and what doesn't work. And more importantly, what works for you and what doesn't work for you. One of the top ones I heard, I remember when I was training really hard in triathlon, I was doing 15 hours a week of training and friends of mine would say, wow, that must be so cool. I bet you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> and they kind of thought that 
that the goal of working out really hard was so that you could eat a crappy diet. And I just shook my head. Yeah, it just it just doesn't work that way. You can't out-train a bad diet. And that's just one example of bad information that people have, that hard exercise can make up for a lousy diet. It just isn't true. As a matter of fact, we know from science that good health is 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. And you can't escape that. You have to eat mostly well. You've got to eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. You've got to follow all the principles of Formula 7 to be really healthy. And you can't out-train. And that's just one piece of advice that, that people people believe in out there that's just not true, that you can outwork a bad diet. There are others. So what's the answer? I think you have to be a student of nutrition. You ought to listen to healthy podcasts like this one. You ought to read the good books take courses, fill your mind with that good information, do the personal experimentation to find out what works for you and make sure you get rid of any of those negative beliefs you may have that are holding you back. The next one that I think is a big cause of failure in weight loss is lack of movement. So many times people come to our support group and, and they're telling our support system telling us, you know, I just really don't want to exercise. I don't like exercise. And um, I really want to lose weight without exercise. As I mentioned, exercise is only 20% of the equation. And yet that 20% is so critical because it affects how we feel. It affects how we sleep. It affects our energy. It can often raise our motivation level for losing weight. And so I just think that without some form of exercise, it's really tough to reach your goal. And so find something that you love, you know, that's, I think, one of the things people misunderstand. They, they think they got to go do something that they don't even enjoy and, uh, and, and they just don't. Uh, there's probably some type of exercise, if you fall into this category, that you just love if you just started it and got some proficiency at it and carried on. So you don't have to do what you think is right or what someone else says is the right thing to do. But if you can just find something that you actually enjoy, even if it's as simple as walking your dog a little further than you normally do, or picking up some new habit or going to a different gym or doing a, a dance class, whatever it is, fill in the blank, but try to get your body moving and that will really pour gas on the fire of your weight loss. The next thing, and this is a biggie, is bad influences. The fact is a lot of people were raised in family situations or in friend situations where they just don't have a really good influence of health around them. One of the doctors that buys our product and resells it to his, his customers, I was dropping off product at his office one day and he said, hey, I got to tell you this story. He said, I, I have this, this patient, she's a young woman, and I put her on your, your drops and protocol and helped her lose 50 pounds. She came to see me weekly and she used your stuff. She dropped 50 pounds. It was awesome. Really excited about it. And the whole time she, she was losing the weight, her goal was to go home and see her mother, who she hadn't seen in a while. She was a college student who was away from home, going to college. She said, I can't wait for my mom to see me. She's going to be so surprised. So she worked away and worked away all the, all the while thinking about how cool it would be when her mother saw her. And she got home and her mother opened the door and looked her up and down and said, oh, honey, you look sick. Come on in. Let's feed you some food. And my heart just kind of broke at that story. And, and I thought, wow, that is so sad. 
uh, she went on to gain a bunch of weight. She was there for Christmas and she just kind of gave up on her health goals during that time. And her mother made her feel like being skinny was unhealthy. And she tried to influence her to put weight back on. Uh, it took this doctor some months and some effort uh, to get her back on a healthy track, but was able to help her help her to understand um, that she needed to lose the weight, keep the weight off, and even if her family didn't support her in her weight loss, that uh, it was the right thing to do. Now, it's been said, if you can't change the people around you, that you need to change the people around you, meaning that if you don't have any good influences around you, you got to find new friends. Not that you have to give up all your old friends and family, don't get me wrong, but if you can find some people that you go to the gym with or that you're sharing your weight loss goals with that support you, that seems to be a really critical element of losing weight. And it, it, it's very tough to do in a vacuum if you don't have good influences around you who are supporting you. Uh, and speaking of this, the next episode of the Escape the Matrix Health Show with Dr. Pete Camilio, uh, the Dr. Axe team, uh, he's got some really great stuff and a few nuggets he throws in about this one. So make sure and pay attention to that episode seven of the show that will be released, uh, well, tomorrow, actually. So episode seven is one well worth listening to. Okay, the next one is one that uh, you don't hear talked about very often, but it's one that we have found to be very effective in losing weight, and that is to strike while the iron's hot or take advantage of those times of high motivation that you have. You know, we're all human, right? We're all highly motivated at some times, and then we just want to eat a whole bag of Oreos, you know, a week later, right? So we all fluctuate from high motivation to low motivation, but one of the things we found is that the people who tend to lose the weight and keep it off are those people that when they're at a level of high motivation will develop new habits that they can keep. And there is this, in the Formula 7, I call it the power of power-ups. It's kind of like in a video game where every now and then you can get some magical fruit or something that makes your character have superpowers or become invincible. And there's times in our lives when we feel that way and you got to ride that. And, and get as far as you can. And maybe you might come down a little bit after that period of time is over. But hopefully you don't go back as far as you were before. You can, you can level up. It's especially true with weight loss because every five pounds makes a huge difference. So at a time of high motivation, if you can drop 20 very quickly, let's say you kind of fall back and you, and you put 10 back on. You're still 10 pounds better off. And so it just seems to be human nature that we, we kind of are, you know, we're all emotional roller coasters. And so when we're at the top, we want to ride those high waves as far and fast as we can. Now I want to jump into some of the things that Mickey said, our support rep who's been with us for seven years and has taken way more of these support tickets than I have. She had some really interesting things to say. And one of the biggest lessons that she learned is that she thinks that most people just are not faithful enough to the protocol. And it doesn't have to be our protocol. Whatever the protocol is, whatever the diet is, she just has found over the years that most people are not strict enough with themselves. She says when she really gets asking them the questions that at first they may, when she says, well, are you following the diet and taking the drops uh, properly? Um, that she'll get answers like, oh, well, you know, I don't get them every day or, well, I cheat a little bit. But 
when they start tracking their intake, they find they're cheating a lot more than they think. So that's her number one. She says, you just got to be more committed. And most people do not commit 100% like they really should. So that's her number one lesson. The next, she said, on a positive side, she has found that those people that succeed, that call us back with their success stories or give us a testimonial, are often those who pre-plan meals. Those that take their lunch to work, those that spend some part of their weekend pre-preparing healthy meals for the next week, tend to be those that have the most success. Meal planning, creating shopping lists, and sticking to those healthy foods is one of the things she has found to be critical. The other thing she said is there is a very noticeable difference in the attitudes of the people that are successful. She says she, when she gets on the phone with people that are positive and upbeat, those are the same people that are successful. The people who are really kind of negative or complaining are usually those people that don't succeed. So we've got to have a positive outlook on life. We've got to think positively. We've got to believe that we're going to lose the weight. One of the other things that I asked her is what are some of the biggest challenges that people face? And of course, our protocol and the pounds and inches drops is a low calorie diet. It's not something you do forever. Uh, You take either an 800 calorie diet or a 1200 calorie diet, depending on how big you are and how active you are. And you do that for anyone anywhere from three weeks to maximum uh, four months. And so the biggest challenge that people have with that of course, is sticking within the calorie count. There usually needs to be some research done on the type of foods that they're going to eat. We do give give people a food list, but of course, that's not perfect. And some people are allergic to certain things and some people don't like certain things. And so most people have to do some research to come up with the right foods and to stay within that calorie count. So when you're doing a calorie-restricted diet, that the biggest challenge, again, it's back to preparation. It's probably why the people who do the meal planning uh, do best. Um, and the last thing, I, I asked her a very interesting question. I said, what things are they not telling you, do you think, or being honest with you about, just based on the years of experience? Because she's asked people a lot of questions and kind of got a feel for you know human nature and who's succeeding and who's not. And she says, people who who say they did not lose a single pound even after a month most probably did not stick to the protocol. They say they followed the plan, but I'm pretty sure they skipped a thing or two because it's merely impossible not to lose even a single pound with the 800 calorie plan, especially when you're doing it for a month. And I would say that's mostly true, except there are cases like with Lindsay, who I talked about in the beginning. And there just are people that, for whatever reason, they can be very, very strict, and it seems like they're going to have a challenge. It just seems like, for whatever reason, they're going to have to work harder than most people, for longer than most people, even if they follow all the rules. And you know what? I don't know. I wasn't following Lindsay through every step of the way. I don't know what she was doing on the weekends. I don't know what she was really eating. I just know what she was telling me. And for all I know, maybe she was you know, fibbing herself at least a little bit on just how good she was being on that diet. I really don't know. But I think that not being honest with ourselves is one of those things that all of us deal with. And one of the things you can do to overcome this, to really find out where you're at, is every now and then take an app like MyFitnessPal or another calorie counting type of workout and just enter every single thing you eat 
You don't have to do it for very long, so it's not that hard. Maybe just three days. And I know for myself, whenever I do this, and I try to do it about once a quarter at least, and even though I think I eat fairly well and I don't cheat very often, it amazes me every time when I keep track of everything how many times I do cheat and maybe I didn't remember that I had that little piece of chocolate at the dentist's office or or I walked into some place and they had donuts and I broke one in half and ate half a donut or whatever, right? So keeping track religiously every now and then often shows us where we might have been kidding ourselves on just how much junk we were actually eating. So I hope this made sense to you. I hope you picked up a a tip or two that would help you on your weight loss journey. And hopefully you can implement some of these things into your life to help you lose the next few pounds you want to lose. And again, don't underestimate the power of just five. I, I think too many people don't get excited enough when they lose five pounds. I made a video called the the magic of, of five pounds. And you know, if, if you, for example, strap a five pound weight to your lower back and you wear it all day, you're going to be so glad to get that thing off after you've gone upstairs and maybe you wore it through your workout. If you were to go to the gym and start working out and halfway through you pulled the five pound weight off your back, you would really feel a lot lighter. It would make a big difference. And so Losing weight in five pound increments is really meaningful. You'll feel it in the gym. You'll feel it in whatever exercise you do. You'll feel it when you go up the stairs. So don't underestimate the power of five pounds. So if you want to lose 40, don't worry about the 40. That might be overwhelming, but just try to lose five and then lose five more. And at every five pound step, I think you'll find improvements in your performance and in how you feel, how you sleep, who knows what kind of benefits you could have just losing five pounds at a time. This is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Escape the Matrix show with your host, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com, Dave Sherwin. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EscapeTheMatrix.com on Facebook and Twitter at EscapeTheMatrix. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on the Escape the Matrix health show with Dave Sherwin.